When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We got this. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and that thing that Rocco said. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Let's start with Chris Stapleton. I like Chris okay. Stapleton. I like him as well. I feel like he can't even do duets anymore because his voice always sounds so much cooler than whoever he duets with. Yeah. It's, it's just so you're good. waiting for the Stapleton verse. Yep, it's true. Now, you know, we've been listening to a lot of Metallica covers because there is a celebration of their album. Yes. What album is it? The Black Album? Yeah, I think it's self-titled, you know, just Metallica. Oh, but the Kinda album like is Kind of like the Beatles Black. White Album, yeah. So this will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good I'm just doing that background. Say your prayers. Get my son. I just actually watched the Metallica documentary, Some Kind of Monster, the other night. But yeah, oh. this is fun. Where did we find that? I can, you can find that also on Netflix. It's kind of interesting. Oh. It was back in like two thousand in the early two thousands when they uh, brought in a therapist to the band to see. Oh, I love it! It's like Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it doesn't go that well. But um, so this is kind of fun. What the? I'll play a little bit of Stapleton. The weird thing is, you know, because basically all these other artists are basically covering. Uh, Metallica in celebration of this 30th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, like the Weezer version of Enter Sandman came out. It's pretty fun. Wait, did we ever play the Phoebe Bridgerton? Well, guess what? What? So when you said... Bridgers. Bridgers. Sorry. Because when you said, hey, I'm going to play... uh, I know, plus there's Phoebe... (laughs) Phoebe Phoebe Waller-Bridges, right? And there's Phoebe Bridgers. Um, So you said, hey, let's play this Chris Stapleton Nothing Else Matters, and I will do that. But this is like the third version of Nothing Else Matters that's come out. There was a Miley... Mm -hmm. And there was a Phoebe. And if you want, I'll just, you know, I'll play Let's a little hear. bit of each. Um, I'm going to skip ahead. I will just tell you that as far as the Chris Stapleton one goes, I wanted it to be better. Wait, okay. you're telling me that right now before we play it? Yep. Let's oh, well, it. that's going to impact how I feel. Oh, oh I should have waited. I'm impressionable. Oh, okay, here's the Stapleton. It's kind of fun. 
I think the music's a little too loud. Well, I think he's buried he's a, a little. Weird mix a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like two songs playing at once. You know, what also else? the harmony isn't hurt, isn't helping me. I don't know why. See. Well, let's see if you like the Phoebe Bridgers version of the same song. It goes a little something like this. Trust I seek and I find in you. Okay. Every day I love it. Yeah, it's kind of a reinvention of it. Yeah. It's like a jazzier. Boy, that bass is annoying. Jeez, this I hate to go like to a concert with Donna. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see her last night with the School of Rock kids? She was like, nope. <laughs> that 12-year-old is like... too high in the mix. <laughs> it's like the School yeah, of Rock the bass kids. player gets buried like uh, Linda McCartney when she was in Wings. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> First of all, that sounds like something that could be in a Bos, uh, Boz Lerman movie, which yeah. I, I, I like that. Uh, shout out to those School of Rock kids last so night. Good. They started rocking on stage, and it was so fun to watch from up in the, like, the press box where we were because yeah. one of the employees from CHS Field, she started rocking out to them so, so hard. hard and then we were like, whoa, she is really rocking out up here. And she was like, I'm just so happy to hear this live music. Oh, I agree. It was cool. Yeah. When that I was went fun. to the Turf Club a couple weeks ago, my friend was just was grinning ear to ear, just like, I am back in a concert venue. Yeah, I love seeing live, live music. Live music. It's been a year and a half. This is cathartic. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. All right, Rocco. Um, you want to hear the Robert Plant thing? Yeah, so Robert Plant and Allison Krause released their first single from their next project. This is one of my favorite Americana type songs. Like, is it a cover? It's a cover of a Lucinda Williams song. What is the title of it? Can't let go. Um, are you ready? Ready. Good, good. Okay. Yeah. It's good. That I like good. it. Here's, uh, Here's the original, uh, though. It's not as good as the original. You know, Lucinda Williams okay. had a small stroke, but she's back out on the road. I did not know that. Yeah, she's out there with Jason Isbell. Oh, that's um, awesome. You're hearing a lot about Jason Isbell these days because he's yeah. definitely one of those artists that's saying, I'm not going to play anywhere where there's not vaccinations. Right. And they oh, that's where we heard him in the news recently. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's exactly right. I prefer the Robert Plant, Allison Krauss version. <gasps> you to do? The, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. She's so cool. You think it would be uh, too on the nose? Would Robert Plant ever do a fun little mashup thing with Greta Van Fleet? I would love to see a that. A TikTok duet. I you know, would love that. TikTok, you can do those duets mm. where you find someone's video, and if they allow you the duet option, then you can do it, and it split screens, and then you can be reacting to, singing along with the other person. That's a great idea, Steve. Let's Thanks. get him on the horn. We don't have his number. Oh, that's going to be a problem. All right. Well, um, hey, the soundtrack for Respect is out today. So look for Jennifer that. Jennifer Hudson, right? Yes. She can and sing. Man. Does she do a full album of like all Aretha covers? I believe so. Wow. I can see if I can dig that up. That's um, going to sound great. That girl, she's really 
such a great talent. She's going to be one of those EGOTs. Is that what you call them? Yeah. yeah. Emmy, she's, Grammy, yeah. Oscar, Tony. She's totally going to end up with one of each for sure. She has an Oscar, right? She has to have a yep. Grammy already, I'm sure. Yep. Has she done Broadway? Does she I have a Tony? No. Let's look look it up. Yeah. I mean, she can act, and I'm really impressed by what I've been seeing from her. It's not just, you know, like giving Madonna the role of a Vita so that, right. you know, it's it's more than that. Let's see. You should understand. Jennifer Hudson Awards. There's like 18 songs on the soundtrack. So. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. She needs a Tony and an Emmy still. Okay. Jennifer. Got it. Listen to those backup singers. So good. Oh, yeah. Oh, good song. We will listen to the trailer coming up at 11 o'clock today when we talk movie news. And I'll let you know sort of the surprising reviews that are coming in about it. Oh, really? Mm, You used the word surprising. I can't wait. You're D right, I did. That'll come up at 11 o'clock today. Don't forget, at 10.30, we're coming up on it. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You will have a chance to call in and win a fantastic prize. But friends, before we feel too good about our lives, did you know today is Friday the 13th? We're going to get into five superstitions and the origins behind them. It's either going to make you more afraid of Friday the 13th or totally less afraid. We'll dig into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. (laughs) I love it. Welcome back, you guys. Happy Friday the 13th. Are you very superstitious, Steve? I think I'm pretty non-superstitious. That's good. As Michael Scott would say, I'm stitious. (laughs) <laughs> just, you know, how about you? I bet you are. Um, not as much as you would think. There are certain things like, you know, putting energy out. If I step on a crack, you know. What happens there? Talk about that. Nothing happens. Step on a crack, break your mother's back. My mom's not alive, so I can't do that. Right. So I'm not too concerned. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but you know, if I go over like rail railroad tracks while driving, I'll pick my feet up and make a wish. Okay. I so do the sign of the cross every time I, I pass a church. I don't know if you call that superstition, more just habit. Yeah. Okay. This is interesting. How about you, Rocco? You know, I used to be, I broke, when I was a kid, I broke my arm on Friday the 13th and I thought, oh man. Oh, buddy. Um, but, of course, of but as I've you know, if I see a black cat cross my path, or I try not to step on cracks, but at the same time, <laughs> at one point I used to be like, "Well, if the Vikings win and I wa- I'm watching at this bar, I better go mm-hmm. back to that bar next Sunday because they won." And then at, at one point in my life, I thought mm, that's stupid. Like you realize, okay, you realize the two things are not related. Right. I uh, so I had a boyfriend ah. who bel- who was a big Vikings fan, and I had a cat, and we all know how cats are. Yeah, you, you, you just can't trust them. <laughs> they want to be left alone for the yes, most part. Yes, they consider he, you a pet. So there was a right. So there was a touchdown that happened with the cat right next to him, and then the cat wanted to get up and leave, you know, and go use his litter box or something. But boyfriend wouldn't let him go. He's like, "No, leave him. He's got to stay here." I'm like, "Why? <laughs> uh, because it's, he's good luck." 
He he's the reason we just got a touchdown. Really? Mm hmm. Okay. How many people? How many other people? Thousands of people do you think are saying the same thing right. about something? Like, Wearing you know, the right socks. You know? Yes. Donna, yes. we've talked about this too. I know you ask a guy if they're superstitious, they're like, "Yeah, right," and then catch them at a, like a sporting event, and these are the same socks. I've always had this wristband on since the '70s during home games. Like, you really think you have that much power? Well, here's the interesting <laughs> thing, know? Donna. You and I have talked about this before. It's a good point. How we all believe, how we're just naturally pessimistic about stuff, and I'm sure some of this has to do with, you know, like as we've evolved over time and survival skills, etc. But you ever say something negative in a room and then somebody says, don't say that, it's going to come true. Pessimistic. Yeah. Whereas if you say, well, why don't we just say like we're going to win a million dollars or get a huge promotion or meet someone that's going to change our life for the better. Why does it work both ways? We never say that and claim it. It's always like the negative of, oh, don't bring that up. See, we said something and then it happened. All right. Now let me get into the superstition origins of Friday the 13th. And this is either going to make you more stitious or less stitious. Okay. <laughs> Let's first start with Friday the 13th. Why that day? Nobody knows for sure how it started, but one theory is that it has biblical origins and is tied to the number of guests at the Last Supper and Jesus' crucifixion on Good Friday. Mm, so Friday... That's good. That's a good guess. The 13th all tying together. Not a lot of people named Judas since then. I do like that name, though. You know, you wonder, was it high on the list back then? Most popular baby names. <laughs> Judas, yet again. And then the next year, it fell out of the top 100. <laughs> Judas. Our apologies to the whole Iscariot family. I think that was his last name. Oh, I'll buy it. Breaking Mirror. Ancient Romans believed that mirrors held a piece of your soul. In a separate myth, said that our body renews itself every seven years so those two things together helped create the seven years of bad luck if you break a mirror stition <laughs> okay mm-hmm. it's a stition but it's a right, super Rocco, kind of this stition. is falling flat i need the um friday the 13th music okay. or something creepy now we need a black cat rocco or his friday the 13th name of core it's his name backwards <laughs> He said, yeah, I see a black cat. Makes him think something. Well, how about this? A black cat crosses your path. Some folks don't like that. Here's why. In the Middle Ages, black cats were associated with witchcraft and demons. And that snowballed into the idea that if a black cat crossed your path, they were blocking your connection to God and Mm. blocking your path to heaven. But why only a black cat? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I don't know. Black, like, you know, night, darkness. Hmm. When more evil deeds are done. Oh, sure. Was that Jaws for a minute? That almost it sounded really like sounded Jaws. Like it, didn't it? 
Hey, do this? you know the theme to The Exorcist? It is terrifying. Whenever I hear that music, I just get so freaked out. I don't think I know the theme to The Exorcist. Oh, you'll know it. Really? I'll know it. That's when she her head spins and she projectile vomits, right? Oh, that's, yeah. Is that the one that's like tubular bells or whatever? I don't know. It's going to be scary. It's terrifying. Uh, I think I have got it here. All right, listen to this. You'll know it instantly. I got a couple of clips here. Let's see. I get so scared. Is it this? Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Let's let this play. Terrifying. Do you knock on wood? I do. (laughs) The idea here came from ancient civilizations that believed trees housed various spirits. And touching the tree would give you a protective blessing from the spirits within. Hmm. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) Okay, Okay, I get it. You have a white lighter? Mm, Sure. Some people consider that to be bad luck. This has its roots in the 27 Club, where young musicians like Jimi Hendrix... Yanis Joplin and <laughs> Yurt Yobain all died at the age of 27, according mm-hmm. to the superstition. They had white lighters on them when they died. I've never heard that before. I've but never either. Bic, the company behind the lighters and low-grade pens, <laughs> weren't even invented until 1973. And Hendrix and Joplin died in 1970. Mm. Tell me something good. Interesting. Do we have time to talk about our book? Billy <laughs> Summers. It's a Kurt or it's a Kurt Cobain book. It's a uh, Stephen King book. Rocco, would you like to get on board with no. us? We've got some Come listeners. On. Come on, Rocco. I can't keep. It's up. like a mob book. It's about. Yeah, I, I like. I, know, I I can read. I just I wouldn't be able to keep up. <laughs> Fifty pages a week. <laughs> One thing I can't figure out yet is what. Uh, I figured out we're in present time, but I was having a hard time figuring that out by some of the styles that were being described in the book. But then there was a mention of Trump. Yeah, there was. So then I realized, oh, okay, so we are in current day. Just this guy has a pompadour. And then there's... It's not written in first person, so if you like a first person read... It's not written from the perspective of that person. It starts with, Billy Summers is a man. Something like that. First line, Billy Summers is a blank. Yeah. Yeah. I like it so far. I'm seven pages in. I've got (laughs) only a couple complaints. I think I'll hang on for the first 50 at least. Uh, All right. When we come back, let's play a game. Call us now. 651-641-1071. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's a quiz game. We'd like you to play along. It's next. Call. All right. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment along with DJ Rock Lobster. Oh, right. and guess what? What? You heard this song playing right now? If you were at the fireworks show last night, I closed I did the music for the fireworks. 
I closed with a cat, all cat version of Dynamite oh, by BTS. Oh, yes. I might have to play that for you. You mean like they're just meowing? Yeah, I'll see if I can it's find awesome. it. Awesome. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. you are quite the I'm creative the force, Rocco. <laughs> you are the best. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. college, college, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Fireworks DJ Rocco. I want to see how smart you are. All right. We've got Liz on the line. To, she's playing for a t-shirt today. She's going to see which one of you two uh, knows more. Remember yesterday we quizzed on some cat stuff. I'm going to keep it going. We're going to yeah. do animated cats today. Oh. oh, this is my strong suit. Is it? So Liz, <laughs> that's your name, right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Lizzie. Hello there. Who do you think is going to know more about uh, animated cats, Donna um, or Steve? That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Donna. You are a backstabbing, untrustable friend. <laughs> All right. No, you know what? Good news, Liz. Actually, I love you for this because I have a part of a protein bar that I'm super hungry for right now, and so I'm going to finish it while you guys quiz. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye now. Good story. Okay. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to tell Liz to hang on. I'm going to look over at Donna. I'm going to get my questions ready. All right. These are three questions about animated cats. Okay. And it goes a little something like this. Let's say you were at Disneyland, Disney World, walking around, and Mm -hmm. you saw uh, a purple and pink striped cat Mm. with a big mischievous grin walking Mm. around. What 1951 Disney movie would that cat character be from? The Aristocats. Name the cat character that's been in 103 Looney Tunes cartoons. Uh, Tom? And which one's the cat, itchy or scratchy? Scratchy. And, uh, okay, what was the second one? A uh, cat character that's been in 103 Looney Tunes cartoons. Peppy, L- oh, that's a skunk. Oh, shoot. <laughs> You're on the right track. Uh, oh, Peppy Le Pew's girlfriend that he... Maybe Liz knows. Oh, shoot. So, Liz, <laughs> let's start at the first one. Let's say you're at Disneyland or Disney World and you see a big purple and pink striped cat with a mischievous grin. And you say to yourself, hey, that's from a 1951 Disney movie called... Alice in Wonderland. Okay. You like that one, Donna? Sure. Okay. How about the Looney Tunes? What's the cat character from Looney Tunes? That would be Sylvester. Oh, duh. Boy. <laughs> and then do you like Donna's choice of Scratchy being the cat, Itchy versus Scratchy in the Simpsons universe? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with her. I have no idea. Scratchy okay. only makes sense because they right. scratch and they have scratching posts. And, mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, Rocco, whatever. That's pretty good. All right, let's uh, wave at Stevie Come on, boy. Steve. Come on. Let's <laughs> okay, go. Okay, good job, Liz. I just finished my bar. Oh, that's perfect timing. Do I sound stronger? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> All right, Indubitably. Steve. Are you ready to <laughs> yes. uh, talk about animated cats? Heathcliff, Garfield, eek the cat. Final. Mm, All right. Let's yeah. see how you do. Um, All right. Question one. Let's say you're at Disneyland or Disney World. You're walking around. You see one of those characters walking around. Okay. And it's a big purple and pink striped cat with a mischievous grin. What 1951 Disney movie would that cat be from? Alice in Wonderland. 
Who's the cat character that's been in 103 Looney Tunes cartoons? Sylvester. And which one's the cat, itchy or scratchy? <laughs> okay. Let me have a quarter. I just need to flip it. Um, <laughs> itchy? I think itchy's the mouse. Scratchy's bigger cat. Scratchy is the cat. Scratchy cat! All right. You, mm. you to, I'm, gonna... I'm, gonna, I'm locking those in. Well, you guys did pretty good. Let's bring Liz back. Because, yes, the Hi, Cheshire Liz. Cat from Alice in Wonderland was the character I was going for. You both got that. Sylvester, you both got that. Yes. Does Sylvester talk? Liz. I don't remember. Uh, he's he the one who eats Tweety Bird, yeah. They don't talk. Isn't he the he's one like, with Tweety Bird? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Suffer and Thuckatash, that's him, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh. Or is that Yosemite Sam? No, that's no. Sylvester. No. Yeah, Yosemite Sam is more. I did so poorly if it weren't for Liz. Pretty much. And then, but Donna, you did get scratchy, and so did Steve. So we're moving to the tiebreaker portion. Oh, boy, Liz, are you prepared emotionally for this? I hope so. (laughs) We got this, Liz. Don't worry. Um, All right. Here's what I think I'm going to do. I have a couple thoughts on this because we just talked about um, how I played a a cat version of. I'm sorry, I'm just skipping the through the YouTube end. Of the BTS song, Dynamite. Yes, yes. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to find the same uh, YouTube people. They're called Bongo Cat. Oh, and this is going to be, the, we hear a cat song you're and we have hear, to name the song? Yeah, you're going to hear a Meow Meow song, and it's up to you to f- tell me what song they're meowing. Are you And ready? we're looking for the song title, not the artist, correct? Uh, sure. And okay. I just kind of grabbed a random one here on the fly. Let's see if you can guess this. Liz, say song. your name if you think you know it, okay? Okay. Okay. Steve. Steve. Last Christmas. Great song. Well, you know what? Sorry, Liz. Because I like Liz, and Liz like helped Donna really a lot here. Let's give her an MVP of the week yeah, prize. I'll probably give her something. All right. Oh, that'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> I've been trying to get in for a long time. Oh, Liz. Oh. Liz, you deserve it. Listen, you hitched your cart to the wrong horse, and I trust that you've learned your lesson. Whatever. You ride with Stevie Boy next time. <laughs> okay. All right. Have a great weekend, Liz. Thank you. So let me tell you about that song, Last Christmas. I really like it. And uh, I have a karaoke version of it that comes up when I do Hey Siri, Shuffle All My Music on the way to work. Mm-hmm. I have a karaoke version of that that comes up. And then it's just me alone in my crossover SUV getting 30 miles per gallon, thanks for asking, singing Last Christmas. Acapella, well, just by myself. You know, mm-hmm. no lead vocal. I'm the lead vocal. Doesn't it sound fun to drive with me? Yeah, Steve, sure does. If only you'd ever allow me in your car. I just don't trust that you're vaccinated. <laughs> I do have my card with me. I could show it to you. Okay. All right, I got some tips. You want some? Yeah, just a couple. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 You know, if you download a PDF file and you see that it ends in EXE, don't. That's a virus. It's a virus, my friend. Scam. 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 Scum. What does PDF stand for? For a million dollars, you got five seconds. Something drive file. Something downloaded file. Something document file. 
right, PDF. Protected document Ooh, file. Not even close. Portable document yeah. format. Ooh. Format, right. There right. goes a million dollars, Donna. Dang. Mm. You know, clothes that are dried outside, like if you hang your clothes mm-hmm. on the clothesline. Mm-hmm. Boy, you don't really see those anymore, yeah, except in the city. Yeah, kind of a time traveler situation to see that. Um. When you dry them outside, they smell better because the sunlight breaks down compounds that cause any kind of odor. That's cool. You know, I, I didn't grow up with a dryer. Mm-hmm. The clothes always were hung on the line. Yeah. And that's a lot for a family of six. Oh, my hang gosh. all the clothes out on the line. But I got to give my mom props. That's a lot of work to hang out of a window. Mm-hmm. Because the line went from the window to a post in the yard. Oh. Did it? And was it one of those lines where she could like pull it and then she could keep loading it up and then get the other ones out the window? Some come into the yeah. So it's post. a double. It's a double yeah. line. You know, wow. kind of like how you pull shades sometimes like that. You know, it's the lower and the upper. Yes. Yeah. I, so props to to mom. Yeah. Shout out. No kidding. I did, I had one friend. Um, who would always, his clothes were always hung out on the laundry line right outside of his house. His name was uh, Dave, David Brandy. And he was one of our good buddies. And he lived with his grandmother. And the clothes would be there on the clothesline. And then we would play baseball in his backyard. And then, no kidding, almost every time, we would go sit on his porch. And he would say, Grandma! And he was, by the way, he was like 11 probably when he did this. And was doing it very seriously, not ironically. Grandma! <laughs> Two Kool-Aids on the rocks, and I do mean ice. (laughs) (laughs) Such an interesting thing. Um, You know, you remember how I used to live by the weather because of my dog's thunder anxiety? Yes. That's how my mom, like every day, would have to check the weather. And then she would call, because I was like a latchkey kid, so Mm. I'd be home from school, she'd be at work, and... It would start drizzling, and she'd be like, Don, get the clothes off the line. <laughs> Hurry up. And then I'd have to take them in. Boy, yeah, modern advancements in. Not a microwave, not a dishwasher. Wow. I am old. Canine thunder anxiety is our next uh, music project. <laughs> uh, Please welcome to the stage. Canine thunder anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, that's good. Let's do it. And yeah. our, our hit single is Thunder Shirt. I love it. Guys, I have one more tip. Okay. Go ahead. In most modern programs, program. You can delete word by word rather than letter by letter by using control and backspace for PCs. I want to try that. Or oh. option plus delete for Macs. Okay. So let's all do it right now really yeah, quick and then we'll we'll call a break. Option and what? Um, control and backspace? You go control, backspace. Oh, yeah. And it should erase the entire the whole letter. Word. All right, now give me the Mac version. That option is. Option delete? Uh, option delete, yes. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that fun to know? That's really cool. That's a computer hack. I love it. There are a lot of, a lot of TikTok hacks for your iPhone, and they just start with bet you didn't know your iPhone could do this. And then they show you, like, did you know that your phone, your iPhone, can become a mouse with Wait. your Mac laptop. No. Yeah, and, a, and it's pretty easy, too. It's like you go into settings, you toggle on mouse. If your Bluetooth is on, it will discover it, and then it is a mouse. 
even with a right-click option. This is so fun. I'm having so much fun doing this. <laughs> you're, you're doing the, the word delete right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, Control backspace. That is the best. I'm awesome. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> All right, so so far, Donna has said she's awesome. Rocco has said he is great. I'm going to find a self-congratulating moment, and I, I okay, sense good. a few are coming my way. All right. Uh, when we come back, though, uh, are you guys excited for American Crime Story impeachment? Didn't even remember that this was a thing. Oh, I'm so excited. It's coming. It's going to be a series from Ryan Murphy about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. We've got a first look at it when we come right back on My Talk. Good morning. Ah. Welcome back. What do you think, what do you think that is? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just want to maybe talk about it. Once a show, and there's never, uh, never appears to be any warning that it's coming. It's a constant battle with allergies. Hey guys, well, I hope it wasn't that bad. It always has a bit of a demonic. Well, Rocco always says one off air. He'll say it has a demonic shrill to it. <laughs> Don't throw Rocco under the bus. Yeah, no, it's a constant, constant, everyday battle. Every day. You are such a warrior. Thank you. I'm a survivor. Thanks. Anyway, um, that's not why you called. American Crime Story impeachment looks so good. Uh, Let me just see if there's anybody we know in it. (gasps) Clive Owen as Bill Clinton. Where's Clive Owen been? Now we know. He's just been laying low. So this is going to be on FX. It is, let's see, do we know anybody else? Monica Lewinsky played by Beanie Feldstein. Hmm. Um, do, do, do. So it's, this is basically. Amy Falco as Hillary Clinton. There you good. go. Now I'm in for okay. sure. Billy Eichner as Matt Drudge. Oh. It's kind of fun. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Because you know, it's got, oh, it's got kind of a little bit of a campy flair to it. Yeah, Sarah Paulson has Linda Tripp. Linda Tripp, yes! Fun. Oh, gosh, they have Paula Jones is going to be a part of this. Oh, Colby Smulders is in this. Ooh, epic name. Oh, I love her. She's oh. going to play Ann Coulter. Oh, I'd love to see what she looks like as that. I mean, as that character. Are you, uh, go ahead, Steve. Are you putting Colby Smulders in as an epic name, know, it's, Rocco? It's, you wanna... it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's good. make it official. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. From Avengers fame and the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Kobe Smulders. This has been... One of the most epic names in the history. I can't believe you didn't even go with How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, also that. (laughs) This has been... Do you think that that's her real name, Smulders? Because isn't to smolder like, like to give like a hot steamy gaze or a fire can smolder? Right. It is spelled S M U smolders. Yeah, because they had to do that to be off. You yeah. can't be too on the nose, and yeah. that it'd be it'd be like having like a last name Valentine. You know, it's like okay. Very hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you. It's a different one. Her name is Jacoba Francisca. Uh, Kobe. Smolders. Where do you, how do you get Kobe? Out Her of name that? is Jacoba. Jacoba Francesca. Oh, yeah, Fran. Nah, Fran. 
If that's how you spell Francesca, I don't uh, think it is. It says Francisco. So what did you type? Kobe Smolders' real name? I just typed Colby Smol- Kobe Smolders. But I, I put Colby as in Colby Cheese. Like Col- oh, Colby Jack. Jacoba. Fr- oh, uh, Rocco. Yes. I just discovered an epic name in human history. Okay, you ready? Yes. One of the most epic names. <laughs> that's not the one. This one. Here it is. One of the most epic names in the history. The full name of Kobe Smolders is, in fact, Jacoba Francesca Maria Smolders. This has been one of the most epic names in the history. Just the amount of characters. You could hardly tweet the name before you have to go into a separate tweet. <laughs> Anyway, she's going to play Ann Coulter, so that'll be really exciting to see. We have the trailer. It's Impeachment American Crime Story. Kick it! As you no doubt heard, you get to work in the West Wing as of this morning. You're going to be working right beside the people who run the world. Please, be professional. There's a woman I'm very close to. In the midst of an affair with the President of the United States. How do I know it's true? Hello? You will lose her as a friend. I have made my peace with that. Are you sure you have enough evidence? My calls with Monica. Swear word. (laughs) It all has to come out. The press will destroy her. You don't know the half of it. My wife went into a hotel room with Bill Clinton. He's alive. Mr. President, do you know a woman named Monica Lewinsky? That's me. That's my face. This isn't about justice. Then what is it about? Impeachment. (sighs) I tell you what. I'm a sucker for political stories on screen. And so... Whew, that looks interesting. It's that looks be interesting. Good. I'm so excited. September 7th, it's going to premiere. It's going to be one of those limited series. And it feels, too, it, uh, very reminiscent this uh, of the O.J. Simpson story in terms of the look. You know, slightly campy. It's almost like with those, with these American crime stories, it's almost like they intentionally lean into... Satire? You can tell it's a wig. Yeah, in terms yeah. of how it looks. Yeah, even you know what I mean. Rem- did you guys ever see Vice? No. Oh, Steve, you should see that. You That's guys, what, what are you doing? I'm sorry, I got the work. It's it's kind of got that um, Tanya Harding. I Tanya. I Tanya. It's yes. kind of got that kind of feel to it. Um. Oh, but the performances alone are just uh worth watching it was so good what what's oh christian bale yes he was uh dick cheney and then sam rockwell was Was. bush steve carell was donald rumps uh rumsfeld rumsfeld Rumsfeld. uh who else did we have in this amy adams played lynn cheney it was good jesse plemons was in that tyler perry oh my so good maybe i should watch that I think you would really like it. It's also, you know, it's kind of got that satirical vibe sure. undertone. 
But wasn't uh, Will Ferrell? Wasn't Adam McKay behind Vice? Will Ferrell's uh, producing partner. That actually sounds. I feel familiar. like that's the case. Hmm. I feel like that's the case. Hang on, still. You look into yes. it. Oh, yes, Queen. Yeah, written and directed by Adam McKay, Will Ferrell's right hand man. Yeah, uh, formerly you, producing partner. I think you would like it. Did you see I Tanya? No. What are you doing? I had to do things. What are you even I, doing here? What What are you even doing here? Like Rocco said. I didn't see it either. Rocco, <laughs> what do you guys watch? The, the Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Sports. Sports. Uh, Real it's in my queue. I can't wait to sit down and watch Vice. <laughs> Dick. All right, fine. We should get together. <laughs> just so it doesn't sound like I'm saying the word, the D word, just <laughs> randomly. I meant to continue the impression, and I ran out of steam. Hey, when we come back, speaking of trailers, listen. We don't like to just do trailers on the show all the time. I get it. But there are a couple interesting ones out today that we think you're going to want to hear. Wait until you hear Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin. The trailer alone makes you want to watch. We'll tell you about it next.